Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the tune review for tonight's uh, Chelsea Newcastle United uh, review, um, which is still uh, hurting a lot of people from what happened last night. Um, very disappointing, of course, going out of the Carabao Cup uh, in the way we did, of course, four two on penalties. Um, it was it was hard to take. Uh, emotions were high, um, very high at the end of the match. Um, Alex, I'd like to publicly apologise to you for reacting the way I did when you came on at the end of the match. Me too. Um, I was a little out of order, um, and uh, oh, okay, you. and uh, it was it, all it was was just sheer. It was the end of the game. It was sheer passion, and uh, it, it was just, it was, uh, it was just you know anger and disappointment of going out, and uh, you know, we, you know, I reacted completely. I mean, uh, personally, I don't feel like. Either any of us need to apologise at all because we're all passionate about the club and Absolutely, we're allowed but, you know, to have there is, there is strong opinions. That, you know, it's not a problem. You know. I've watched it back after a couple of comments from our viewers, and I have to say I was disappointed with my actions last night after the game. Me too. Um, so I do apologise. Uh, yeah, not too. just to you, Alex, but oh, it's not whoever we offended in the. In the I think, in I think the, everybody uh, was a bit emotional. Everybody was. Yep. You know, it happened. We were. Yeah, I love to be honest. I lost my temper last night and I'm disgusted at that the way I behaved and I, I apologise to you that for the way I reacted. I but look, it, it, honestly, it, there's no apology needed from anybody. We were all but, frustrated. It's, I, it's normal. I, I think this is this is why people watch us because they know it's just, it's passionate. Uh, we are very honest on here and it, it, you know, things may brew over at times, things might get heated, but we are all passionate supporters of Newcastle United and we'll, we'll, we'll never agree on everything um, it's it's just the way it is we, we won't agree on everything um, but and, and when you're sort of reacting straight after the match like that it is it's difficult to keep your emotions in because you've just watched your team get knocked out on penalties didn't play particularly well the team's on its arse at the minute and you know everybody's just sort of you know just really really done with it and uh, what I will say though is you know, I saw some comments about Kieran Trippier last night on social media, which were disgusting. Um, I'm not going to name names, but one in particular who represents us uh, on Sky saying F off and uh, since deleted and things like that. I, I don't understand the hatred towards Kieran Trippier from a lot of people, to be honest. Uh, you know, it, it's it's bizarre. Uh, yes, he's going through a bad run of form, but there is, the, the, there is something behind that, clearly. Um, you know, but we, listen... We are not privy to Kieran Trippier's private life, and that is nothing to do with us. What Kieran Trippier needs now is 100% support from the Newcastle United fan base. Not plastics putting, you know, tagging him on, uh, on 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 Twitter and things like that and calling him out and things like that. This guy has been absolutely incredible since the minute he signed. He took a pay cut to come to Newcastle when we were fighting relegation, when he could have quite happily stayed in Madrid earning a fortune. This guy has been nothing but an absolute gem since the minute he walked through the door. And, you know, I think both of you guys will echo what I'm saying here about Trippier. He's going through a dodgy run of form. 
Uh, we will talk about that tonight, but in a constructive way. We're not here to sit and call out Kieran Trippier. He's made a mistake. And listen, nobody will be hurting more this morning than what Kieran will be. But he doesn't need to read that shite. From, from fans that, that are openly admitting, by the way, that they've, they've started supporting Newcastle United since the takeover. People are putting that on Twitter, saying, oh, I was a Man United fan before the takeover. But the Glazers forced me to support somebody else, so I support Newcastle. What the hell? I mean, it's 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 mental. It is absolutely mental. And yes, we're allowed to get angry and disappointed when we lose, right? But the, the way some people react is beyond a joke. We are very passionate, right? And people that subscribe to the channel know exactly what we're like. We are very, very passionate about this club, you know? And, you know, I've heard people say, oh, yeah, but Alex and Billy don't live in Newcastle or whatever and all that kind of crap. It doesn't matter. They are Newcastle fans, just like everybody around the world who is a Newcastle United fan. But calling out players, saying the things that they did is bang out of order. Bang out of order. We can criticise performances, right? But you do not know what's going on behind the scenes with Kieran Trippier. And we we that is nothing for us to, to know. Absolutely nothing. Uh, hopefully... Kieran Trippier, we know he's a, he's, he's a world-class player and, and he will get back to his form. But whatever's going on, it's, we're not privy to it. and we, do, we Nobody deserves to know. All right? That's Kieran Trippier and Kieran Trippier's personal life itself. Um, but I just wanted to say that, Alex, because, you know, we were all heated last night and I don't want the subscribers thinking, oh, my God, you know, the, the, they've all had a fallen out and all of this. We never fall out. We're all here, so... You know, the show ended last night and we chatted for 10 minutes about about future things for the channel. So it was forgotten about the minute we finished. But when I've looked at it back, it it, it, it was it, it was out of order. Um, but you know what? That's what Newcastle United does to you as well. Uh, it, it is a roller coaster ride. Um, can can I, I just expand a little bit on what you yeah. just said there with Trippier? Yeah, of course. Um, I feel like it's worth pointing out because I think I'm... Um, in the minority here, and I understand that, I really, really sympathise with the footballers because all they get is you get paid a lot of money, shut up and do better. Yeah. And I just think it's I just think it's entirely unfair. Mm. Um I, I'm not a footballer. I don't get the money that they get. So you know, but I, I, I feel like they just get too much, you know, treated like robots and just do more. Um mm. <laughs> and I, I completely agree with Trippier's outburst on the sidelines. I think our fans, a section of the fans. I think to be fair, I think it was one fan. I'm pretty sure it was just the one guy because I think yeah, he got it, was, it was. It was clear to um, see that. <laughs> and I just don't think it's fair. Um, the, the, the players are allowed to have issues. You know, this is one of the reasons why we've got things like racism issues in football and mental health issues in football and gambling addictions in football. And you've got the funny, is it snus stuff that they're all addicted to as well that spread through the youth academies. Um, and you've got Stuff this was around when I played ice hockey, Alex. That was in the dressing rooms to help clear, well, yeah, your, you know, but, it helped clear your sinuses and all that sort of stuff. But again, we, we played, and, and for Trippier, Trippier's got every right to say that, you know, to the fans. Um, we went from basically about to fall through the trap door and probably on for a double relegation if we weren't careful, um, to, to where we are now. So, for, for certain, you know, we, we were losing to was it the Bournemouth game that this happened in? I think it was Bournemouth. Um, I can't remember. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. The fan, the fan, yeah. Yeah. Um, it happens. Like, you can't... We did this last year against Villa. We dropped, we, we lost 3-0 against Villa when we were on a great run of form. Like, this this isn't the first time it's going to happen. It will happen again. 
yeah. in two years, three years, five years, ten years, where there will be games where we're like, Christ, three mistakes, everybody was tired, nobody looked up for it. It absolutely happens. It will keep happening. Mm. Um, and and I just think it's ridiculous with the, the amount, you know, the players, Eddie Howe and the coaching staff have done amazing. Um, and fine, there might be a few things we don't agree with, but it, it's just ridiculous. And we've got a Facebook user who's absolutely, he's definitely, definitely not a real fan because that is nonsense. Can I make my point about Trippier as well? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, the old adage form is temporary, class is permanent, adheres to this perfectly, in my opinion. Um, we've seen Kieran Trippier perform at a world class level for two years for Newcastle United. And in the past two or three weeks, he's been not world class. Let's just say that. It's a blip. He's going through something in his personal life that obviously is affecting him. I personally would take him out of the take take him out of the squad for a couple of weeks, let him have a holiday, do anything he, he wants, but get himself right. Mm. Um, because I think if you plays him and the same thing happens again, it's gonna get worse. Um but he's brave enough to do it, he'll want to play out, I imagine. Yeah, he will, yeah, yeah. But I personally wouldn't. I, I would leave him out. It, it's interesting, and, and I think that's a conversation that obviously Eddie will will have to have with Kieran and whatever's going on. But again, you know, we, we, we talk about his personal life and all sorts of rumours are going around social media again today, mm. um, which I'm not going to talk about because it's absolutely shocking. Um, nobody knows, and yet people... Uh, keep putting up that the, the, the know somebody who knows somebody who is, you know, close to the family and this and that's been going on. Nobody sudden knows it. It's none of our bloody business. I don't want to know. It's none of my no. business. Our business is Newcastle United as a football team. And we will talk about the players as a football team, not what's going on in personal lives. You know, it, it you know, you never know what somebody's going through. You, you never know. You just don't know. And, and, and I've done mental health shows about this yet. You still get the bloody idiots all over the place putting shocking things on, and and the problem is when you do it on social media like that, the you know it goes around like wildfire, and you know Trippy's being tagged in so many things, and I'm surprised he hasn't deactivated his account. To be honest, it, it just it, it, mental. It is absolutely mental. But what I do want to address as well before we get into the game itself is um, when I watched the, the, the match day live back. Um, and I know people have uh, have sort of had a dig at me in the chat for for my language during match day lives. Um, I've, it's got to stop from myself, right? The odd swear word, fair enough. Uh, but I went out of hand last night, and uh, again, um, you know, I get carried away, and sometimes it's just the way it is with me. Um, but I realise as a channel. Um, you know, and, I, and I've, I've had people commenting on it saying, you know, we have children watching and things like that and saying, yeah, it's a football match and, you know, you get swearing at football matches. That is fair enough. I, you know, and I'll stick by that. You know, it doesn't matter where you sit in a football ground. People will always be swearing and ranting and raving. Um, but, you know, being on here with so many people watching, um, I have a duty to try and control that. Um, and we all do as hosts. So, uh, you know, I need to tone that back and I understand that and I understand that sometimes um, it goes a little bit too far and it, it, the problem is I get so passionate when I'm watching Newcastle and I've been like that all my life to be honest you know it's 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 very hard to then sort of try and tone it down in a public arena like this uh, when you're, you're passionate about your football team but I realise that that needs to be toned down as well so things will change a little bit um, as for the commentary, you know, I'll still come out with me quotes and stuff like that and tone it down. Um, so again, I apologize to people that have been offended by that. Um, but 
it will be toned down. It's just when you sit and watch things back and you think, wow, you know. I don't think I, you need to apologise to anybody. No, but it's, I think not, if it's you, not me. If you want, no, well, that's fine. If you want to behave in a different way for everyone and for yourself, change that. You don't need to apologise for it. Oh, there we go. I, I just thought last if night. People choose to be offended by things, fine. But if you want, if we want to clean it up, fine, we can. Um, you know, it, it's passion, it's football. Yeah, I mean, look, there'll be the odd swear. I swear but I, I respect your yeah. right to swear if you want to swear. But last night when I was watching it back, I thought, wow, you know, it, it's just, you know. Yeah, but that was uh, an extreme, wasn't it? Let's be honest. It, it, it was. It, it was, was an extreme kind of occurrence in a match. That, well, yeah, that kind of expecting. match doesn't happen every week. Yeah. No. And so, yeah, I mean, for me, the swearing's not kind of regular anyway, is it? No, I mean, we do shows like this and it's very rare, but it's it's like when you get into the heat of a game and it's like, especially one last night. But, you, you know, a, a, again, I, I realise that there the will be children watching and people that have commented on that in the past are right. But there will be the odds swearing here and there. But, uh, you know, it, it, it got way out of hand last night when I watched it, it, it back. It, I was, I was did, shocked, actually. Did. I, I dropped a C-bomb last night. Cross. Yeah, and I, I just thought, wow, it, 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 it's so unlike us. I know we're passionate and I know there is swearing and stuff like that. But last night, it it, it was crazy for all sorts of reasons. So, um, you know, we, we will... We will Attempt to address that because I think it needs to be done. Um, but look, and every, every I just mentioned there's people in the chat trying to hurry Paul up to talk about football. Paul, talk about whatever he wants to talk about. If you don't like it, you could go. Very simple. I I don't understand why they tell me to hurry up. You know, these things need to be. Oh, it's said. only a couple. I wouldn't. I wouldn't worry. It was the same. It was the same as yesterday. It's just. It's just odds and sods. A few. People. Uh, well, you know, if they don't like it, don't watch. I'm. I'm not bothered. I'm really not bothered by now because what I am fed up of is some people in the chat just constantly arguing, constantly trying to wind people up. And you know what? If you're not happy with what you watch, don't watch. It's as simple as that. You know, it's it's no skin off our noses. You know, we've got a, a very, very loyal subscriber base here on the Toon Review. They will always be there for us, like we are always there for them. And you people that come in are welcome, very welcome. But the cause trouble in the chat and things like that, that's got to stop as well, because it's absolute nonsense. I've seen arguments already before we even start the bloody show tonight. Uh, anyway... Um, Tom says it was heated, but I don't think the discussion between you three was okay. The steakhouse was well and truly cooking. Um, uh, yeah, Kenny says, Can we put the stupid rumors about Kieran Trippier to bed? Well, we have. Uh, sick the death of injuries. Uh, we are like sitting ducks. Um, Stato is such a classy man. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Fair play to Paul and Billy, they were over the top, men being men and sorting it. Um, uh, Limmy says, I apologise to my missus for being a grumpy bar steward. Uh, yeah, look, it, it wouldn't be just us. You know, Newcastle lose, the whole the whole city goes into melt, the whole world does uh, completely. Uh, Ronald says, I'm very disappointed with us old supporters uh, are used to this shite. The difference is, we will get better unlike the old days. I mean, that's what we have to focus on, don't we? You know, as, as much as this is a massive disappointment, Alex. And, you know, we. I think because we got to Wembley last year, we were expecting the same to happen this year. We were on a roll. Chelsea, we, you know, when, when you concede so late, it, it is like a kick in the nuts, isn't it? It's like, damn, you know, and, and it hurts. It really does hurt. But yeah, we will, I mean, we will, things will get better. Yeah, it, it's. I think, I think one of the reasons is why everyone is so frustrated is because... Well, there's two reasons. The first one is because we're better than Chelsea significantly. We dispatched them comfortably 4-1 very recently. We are miles better than them, man for man all over the pitch. Um, and 
it was a decent route to the final. Fulham and Middlesbrough still left in the competition. You would imagine, so, sorry, any of our resident hammers in, you would imagine Liverpool are the likely favourites to also go through. So it, it was, you know, a route to the final. It was a route to the final again, two years on the trot. That's what makes it so frustrating because we know we're better. We know we're better than Chelsea. In the same regard, we were better than Man United last year. Um, I think yeah. we're, we were a better football club than last year. and I think we are now. But they won the trophy and we didn't. And it, it hurts. It's annoying. Um, we, we, we've beaten both of these teams many times in the last two years, but not when it's really mattered. We've beaten them at different periods of time. It's just irritating. Um, but at the same time, there's people... I need to address specifically people questioning Eddie Howe. There's not a lot you could change. Fine. If put Carrius in, put Lewis Hall on, fine. Do you really think those two those two changes are going to affect the game in its entirety? I think if you really think that those two or three minor changes are, are, are what would fix all of our problems in the last three weeks, I think you're absolutely deluded. Deluded. Anybody who thinks that, I think it's absurd. Um we're absolutely destroyed. You know, uh, I mentioned this briefly last night and you guys agreed with me. In our squad, I think we've got players like Gordon, Miggy and Longstaff, I think are three of the hardest working players in Europe at the moment. And we've made them look like they've got no energy left. Mm. Like they are absolutely gone. They're, they're destroyed. Uh, half of our squad is, is dead out on their feet. The only player that's that's not at that point is Livermento because he didn't start from the start of the season. He's he's probably the only one that's still got more legs left. Every, even Miley's really flagging because he's just not used to this level and this, it's just too much. Yeah. Um, and Chelsea and Spurs don't have this issue. They don't have the European football. Uh, I would say the only squad that are managing this is Villa. And I think that we, they do have a lot, they've got more depth than us. Um, they haven't had a severe injuries. They haven't had a Tonali ban. Um, and then, and like I said last night, and they're playing I, low level European football. Yeah, a lower level of European football as well. And then when also, the, the last thing, and I will shut up, the last thing, yeah. we are halfway through December. We have played Milan twice, Dortmund twice, PSG twice, Man City twice. We've It's ridiculous. Like some of the games we've had is absurd. If you go and do like a ranking of difficulty of fixtures from the start of the season to now, I guarantee we've had like, we'd be in the top five for the hardest fixtures to date. It's it's insane how difficult our fixtures have been, and that's not an excuse. I think if you fa if you look at the context of where we are in the league table and how we've done in all of our competitions, we've done excellent, all things considered. Like, who would have made us do better than this to this point? Like, if you put Pep in charge, do you reckon we'd be where we are? Possibly, but I don't think anybody would have us any better than we are now. I think we've we have squeezed every single tiny drop out of every single player. What else is that? What else could we have done? Again, and we're talking about fine margins. Lewis Hall maybe carry us instead. Like, there's not really much to argue for. There's a little bit, maybe, mm. and, unless we're starting to get stupid and saying Paul Dummett should be playing again. Like, what else is there? There's not really anywhere else to go. Mm. Well, there isn't. And uh, the thing is, I'm, I'm I'm seeing a lot of criticism for, for for Eddie Howe for what he did with Trips last night by making him take a penalty. Um, you know, I, I I don't think it, I don't think he should have took one. That's my honest opinion. I, I I don't think he should have took a penalty. I don't think he was in the right frame of mind. But we don't know what conversation him, went on. Have the journalist asked about that? I don't. I, I, I haven't. I haven't seen anything actually, Alex. That I should have been know. the first thing they asked. Did he volunteer to take a penalty, or was he told? The thing is, if he, if he did volunteer, 
then that's where you have to say to Eddie Howe, look, you know, he Eddie needs to be strong and say, no, you're not taking one. Uh, you sit this one out, Kieran. Um, you, you're not in the right frame of mind. Um, you just got that feeling, though, where it tripped his face before the penalty. Um, it, it, it was it was difficult for him. And I know Matt Ritchie missed one as well, but, you know, that was a brilliant save, to be fair. Um, good height for the keeper, yes, but still a very good save. Let's take nothing away. Um but you know what it is? I've, I've seen a lot of people... I mean, King Hoddle here says uh, you weren't very good in that game, to be honest. You defended resolutely, but had no real offensive threat. Um, well, we had no offensive threat because we were knackered. And you know what? I, I was disappointed with the way we played last night. I'll, I'll be honest. I was disappointed. But there's a reason why we played like that. Mm. And, and, and that reason is we just can't do it. We just can't do it, Billy. We can't keep going game after game after game with all these injuries and not expect to run out of steam at some point. Well, intensity is our identity. And if you haven't got the fitness to play with that intensity, then you have to do something else. And for me, it equated to one of the, you know, the latter part of Muhammad Ali's career before he got really poorly. Mm. And he used to just jab and dance around for, for 15 rounds. And that's what we yeah. did, basically. We yeah. let them, we just soaked up the pressure. They never looked like scoring. Mm. They never looked like scoring. We had them at arm's length like that. It was easy peasy, lemon squeezy for us yeah. until the mistake. So, you know, I, I'm not critical of the way we played because I thought we did, I thought we played really well in the defensive manner. I thought we set out our stall and we, we were defending fantastically until the 92nd minute. I mean, what, what, what I will say is, uh, and, you know, you guys may have a different view to this, but. We looked okay in the first 15 minutes. Chelsea had opportunities, you know, Gallagher hit the bar, but we also had opportunities at the other end. And what got me was we scored the goal. And then once we scored the goal, we we just went into a shell. We went and parked the bus. And maybe we should have gone at them again to try and get a second goal. In the, I think you said it last night, Alex, in the next 10, 15 minutes, try and get another goal. Try and get that two-goal cushion if we were going to play like that for the rest of the game. Because when you're just 1-0 up in football, you're always liable to get punished. And whether it came about through a mistake or not, hanging on to a one-goal lead is always edgy-seat stuff. Um, we've got a couple of super chats. EH, uh, thank you for your £5.00. Uh, Paul, don't say sorry. It's your personality, and it's why I watch every game with your commentary. Uh, don't say sorry to the fairies and the Karens, but I'm not. I'm just saying, you know, I'm saying for myself. Uh, Jimmy Jones, thank you for your super chat. This is Paul. Ask Alex about Trips's balance all over the place for the mistakes, in my opinion. Uh, Simon Ward, thank you for your super chat. This is how many players in the squad who are fit but not playing. Surely it's time to start moving these guys on. Uh, well, I mean, we can't move anybody on yet because we haven't got a squad big enough to move people on. I mean, you know, we, we need some more bodies through the door, I think, before we start thinking thinking about players out, Alex. The bottom, the bottom end of our squad is still Gillespie, Richie, Dummett. And, you know, Dummett's done a few reasonable jobs when he's come in. Richie, again, is a 15-minute player only. It wasn't enough yesterday at all. Um, and for those saying that we should have had Hall, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Based on what I've seen and based on what we've all seen, Lewis Hall looks like the option. Obviously, there's something there that we don't know, clearly. There's clearly well, something. Well, I was, co I was coming know. on to him, Alex, because um, I didn't understand Richie coming on for Hall. I, I thought that was the wrong move because Richie is very, well, 
laboured in his, his movement yeah, well, now. Is, there's more to it quick. than that, isn't there? Well, yeah. I it's mean, some, something's got to be. I mean, look, we've talked about Lewis Hall before, haven't we? And, and we've all asked questions about, you know, why Eddie's not playing him. And then we had that question that was asked to him in the press conference and he, he did answer it. Um, but then, you know, some media have come out and said that after the press conference, they were told that we are going to be signing Lewis Hall. So if, if that's the case, why isn't he playing? I mean, there's got to be a reason, I mean, and, and it's starting to get a bit to to not play him in in the league. I get that, but he's been used in this competition specifically, so it's a bit weird that he wasn't used yeah. again. Because um, normally you, you kind of give people chances in certain competitions; it's based on promises and things like that, you know. And he's played well in the times he's been in the Carabao Cup games. You know, he scored against Man United. He's looked okay. It's a bit of left back, a bit of left wing, a bit of left mid. Um, he's been lively. He's he's a bit raw, but he looks like a good player. Mm. Um, and he's still very young. I think he's still 18. I, I can't answer that question. I feel like there's got to be more to it. There, there's yeah. got to be there's got to be more to it. Unless but you've got to remember that he was substituted at half time in Europe as well. Uh, when he got booked, which it was a harsh booking, but even so, so maybe maybe Eddie Howe just thought, right, we're we're gonna get bombarded here because they are tiring. I'll bring in Richie specifically because he's he, he's more experienced in defensive roles and being absolutely under siege. Like I don't know, we're just we're just guessing at this point. It's in, again, it's something that they needed to say. It's something that they needed to ask. Why did you bring on Matt Ritchie instead of Lewis Hall, who's younger, got a bit more legs about him? What was the reasoning behind that? Did you not trust him? Was it about experience? Was it with penalties in mind? We need journalists to ask these questions because we don't get the privilege of of unfortunately being able to do that. Um, and we we just can't, you know, is it trust? Is it ability? Is it the situation of the game? We we don't know. Um, we're just guessing. But it, all of the above, some of the above, who knows? It. Yeah, um, Nathan. I understand what you're saying about making watchalongs uh, subscriber only, but you oh, know, yeah. if, if we did, if, if the, the chat is subscriber only, that's the thing. But uh, what I will say is, uh, to make it um, to make it subscriber only, it only gets broadcast out of the subscribers, so other people can't actually find the watchalong, and that's where a lot of people will find the channel when it's broadcast, and they will come across it in their search results. It won't do that. Uh, so we won't gain any subscribers. And I understand what you mean by it. Um, however, you go into anybody's what anybody's uh, commentaries or watch-alongs or whatever it may be, they will always have trolls in there. And unfortunately, they are part of life. And it's a sad part of life. But we, you know, we just have to, you know, block them as they come along and get on with it. It's as simple as that. So uh, thanks for the suggestion. But, you know, there is reasons why. Uh, for that, unfortunately, uh, Lord Wishart, thank for you for your super chat. Um, uh, Ike, thank you for yours. He says a lot of apologies said, and I think I owe one about Trippier, but Billy's comments about resting were superb. Uh, Chippers, thank you for your super chat. He says Chelsea's sub attacking option was Nkunku. We had Matt Ritchie. Some people need to put things into perspective uh, why we couldn't sustain an attacking threat. Mm. Uh, was was that chips being sensible? Um, I mean, Kunku is a ridiculously good player. He is. Like we've is. reviewed him in a transfer show. And well, it was clear played. last night that he, he's ring rusty. I mean, it's his first game of the season, you know. Yeah, so there were a couple of passes and a couple of yeah. movements. He he made it because obviously Sterling's very nippy. Mm. But when Nkunku came on, he made Sterling look like he was running through sand with some of his little close control movements. So mm. He's going to be really exciting to watch, just as a football fan in general. 
Yeah. Uh, Tom says, uh, uh, let's not get distracted from a terrible performance. Uh, Billy, uh, you know, the performance, uh, look, what we're used to seeing, you know, if, if we look at that performance, no, it wasn't good. Uh, the, the football was awful from us. We couldn't string a pass together. But there's again, there's mitigating reasons why that happened last night. And I just think, it, like it did at Bournemouth, etc., it just all caught up on us. And we can't keep putting the same players out time after time in the space of time that we are and expect them to run around for 90 minutes and, and, and press and, and be intense the whole game. That can't happen anymore, Billy, until we get more bodies through the door or get players back fit. Yeah, I agree. Um, unfortunately, the game plan last night was ruined after two minutes when uh, Coisido hacked down Anthony Gordon, injured him. And he was going to be the counter attack, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think the aim was to hit it long on the counter and let Gordon chase it. Mm. Um, once he was injured, he couldn't do that. And we saw him get out win on a few occasions. Why he wasn't brought off, I don't know. I think he should have come off at half time. We saw second half that he was really. Well, he came out. He came out the tunnel, limping Billy. You know, yeah. if you, if you, if you, I don't understand. It made no sense to me at all, but. Eddie Howe's obviously got more knowledge of the player himself than I have, so we'll put that one down to experience. But, um, yeah, the, the game plan after we scored was to sit back and, and defend, and we felt yeah. we could do it comfortably, and we did do it comfortably. I mean, I could have played in goal for Newcastle United last night. I don't think Martin Dubuff got a shot, shot to save. The one he would have had to save was the one that Bruno gone for. Well, I think he made a couple, didn't he? His second, his first half, sorry, second half. He made one down to his right. Um, but, no, he, did, he, he wasn't tested... No. Chelsea's possession goal. didn't didn't turn into shots at goal or yeah, shots on target. Absolutely I think we not. were quite comfortable. It was, it was that easy for us, really. Yeah. It wasn't easy for us. I thought defensively we were magnificent last night. Yeah. That, uh, that one mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh Looney Tune says I was a bit scared of Paul last night. I'd actually leave early. Too many arguments. Well, I mean, there's nothing to be scared of me for. I'm just a big bear. Um the thing is, Alex, one person that ruined that game for me last night was the referee, uh, Jared Gillett, um, from the off. And I want your take on this, Alex, because, you know, I put a tweet out earlier today after hearing Jamie Redknapp's comments after the or halftime or after, I can't remember what it was, saying that it wasn't a red card because it was only two minutes into the game. Now, as a pundit... I cannot believe he would come out with something as stupid as to say that. It doesn't matter whether it's minute one or 90, surely. I mean, he's wrong. <laughs> it, it it has no bearing on it. Um, and the referee obviously <clears throat> agreed with me, not with Jamie Redknapp, because he, he took it as a foul and he took it as a foul bad enough to be carded at least a yellow. So the referee agreed that it doesn't matter if it's early doors. That was bad. Um, and again, he, <coughs> he's a very lucky boy that there was no VAR because that would have been, you know, VAR. I have no, I'm not, it wouldn't necessarily have been given as a red, but VAR would have gone, hang on a minute, we need to look at that. That's possibly reckless. You know, that's endangering the player. That was, he was nowhere near the ball, not even going for the ball. They would have looked at it. It possibly even sent him to the screen. Um, and again, we complain about VAR, but I feel like that was a little bit frustrating because mm. you do feel like that definitely would have been reviewed and, and he would have gone to the screen to have a look at it. And you know, when they do that, it is a red. Um, and then that game's completely changed. Um, but, you know, I, I thought he was just terrible. He, he was he was an awful referee for the entire match. There was so much that went on. Well, he wasn't even consistent honest, in the 90 minutes, Alex. You look <laughs> at the dive by Sterling. 
Uh, yeah, he well, he dived in the first half and the second he half. Have had a yellow uh, card. Yeah. Gallagher dived in the penalty yep. area, wasn't booked for it. I think equally, and I'm going to try and step back and not be biased on this, I think Bruno should have been red carded. I think his lashing out was outrageous. He's well, I'd, I'd, I must admit, Alex, I didn't last night when I first saw it, but I've seen it again today. See it again, it's outrageous. And, and it, it, it's it's very similar, right? Not the mm. same, but very similar to what Jimenez did to Longstaff. I know that the Chelsea player well, wasn't hit in the face. It was the, it was the, the leg follow through that was the yeah. bad thing. He made he um, made he made more of that than what it is because he wasn't struck in the face. If you watch it again, he goes around rolling around holding his face. He wasn't. Mm. But what Bruno did was he left the ground exactly what Jimenez did, and it was a shock and tackle. But that was clear frustration for what happened a few minutes earlier. With um, I can't remember what I think something happened to Bruno a couple of minutes earlier. Conor Gallagher, Conor Gallagher did him. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. And, and he, he and needs to cut this out because this is going to be a problem. Exactly. We're going to be we're going to be playing a cup final, or we're going to be playing in a pivotal game or something. Mm. And I'm scared of a David Beckham moment. You know, I'm an England fan through and through as well, and I'm terrified that Bruno's going to do that in another big game, and it's going to cost yeah. us because yeah. he's elite, and he he needs to he needs to pack that in because it's mm. he just needs to he just this is why I, I I've said it before. I never want it. I never want to see him with the armband. Because I don't think he can control himself. He can control himself, never mind anybody else. I think in the last two months, he has controlled himself very well. And he's been really, really, really solid. He's kept his temper in check. He, he's focused on the game. He's put his he's focused his anger into great performances. However, last night, ooh, if an inch to the left, an inch to the right, he could have been off. That was that was a lashing out that was, and it was it was unnecessary. Mm. I will have the caveat. If the referee had refereed the game properly, he probably wouldn't have made that tackle. Well, exactly. I, I, mean, I, I, I agree. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, agree. I, I think it was just a a concoction of everything that had happened throughout the game. I mean, you know, Callum Wilson gets booked for being pushed to the ground. I mean, where what what in anybody's right mind does say, oh, he's been pushed over? I'm going to give him a yellow card because I thought he was to blame for why he got pushed over. He started it, so I'll book him. It was just it's, poor it's, refereeing. It, you know, Callum Wilson got pushed over and he booked Callum Wilson. Like, that's it, what I'm saying, yeah. A really, really poor refereeing performance from start to finish. Um, I mean, it. I think the linesmen were good. They got all the offsides right. I, I was. I enjoyed I enjoyed the offsides with the no VAR, but I feel like we enjoyed it purely because they were all correct. When, you, when we got to see all the lines again, they all looked pretty spot on, which was... So there was nothing contentious, but then the... So the, the linesmen, the assistants were fine, but the referees' decisions were just bizarre. You know, there was... Mm. Players getting hacked from behind, he'd wave play on, and then somebody would sneeze and he'd call a foul. It was it was just mind boggling the inconsistencies of the refereeing decisions. Yeah, I, I was, uh, I just, it was it was blatant from the off. I mean, as, as soon as that foul was made on 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 Gordon, I mean that that was a disgusting thing from Caicedo, right down the back of his calf muscle, and it wasn't just a little bit; it was all the way down. He, he scraped his studs down the back. Although, of his leg. he was the only one to kick the ball out when Gordon went well, down, and the yeah. others. And, guilty. I have a guilty conscience. Well, yeah, well, I agree. Yeah. But at the same time, some of the Chelsea players complaining about that. It's like, well, you injured him. Like, oh, they wanted to well, play on. Ridiculous. I've seen Colwell's challenge again as well, Alex, and that was a stamp. Yeah. That was a red card as well. Uh, and I think They're the very fact that fortunate to have gone through last night. Incredible, incredible refereeing uh, for, on the wrong side of things. You know, he. I, I read. I, I don't know whether Newcastle have actually complained about him or, or whether the. Um, I know that there is a referee's assessor. I don't know whether they're still in the crowd. You know how they used to have an assessor in the crowd for every game? Because if if there was an assessor at that game last night watching Jared Gillett, then he should not be allowed to referee a Premier League game for a very long time because he lost control 
from the first minute, completely lost control. You know, throw-ins that were going out, you know, we could see during the commentary on the TV whose side they were going to, and Newcastle had about five throw-ins that were given to Chelsea. Now, it's just blatantly wrong. Uh, and and I'm, I'm really, you know, I've seen a couple of comments there saying it hurts more than the PSG game. I think it does. Mm. Because PSG, we still had an opportunity of going through. We were still in the competition. Yeah. And now we were out on penalties. And yeah, yeah, but the, but we were probably going to get knocked out anyway. We weren't going to beat yeah. Bayern Munich or Real Madrid. You know, we might have done well in a game. We might have even won a game. But yeah. over two legs, we're not ready to play those kinds of teams and, and go through a European campaign, especially with injuries. So the expectation for getting out of the group was to have another fixture, home and away, hopefully, at minimum. Maybe if we get, get a reasonable draw and play well. Whereas the Carabao Cup, we can win that. We can literally win the competition. That's why it's more frustrating. We know we're good enough to get to a finals. We've literally just done it. So yeah. it's not, you know, in dreamland. Like, we, we just knocked out Man City, who are the treble winners. We knocked out Man United. Like, we, we, yeah. we've got the pedigree. We've got recent pedigree for it. We, we're good enough. Yeah. And it's really annoying. Yeah. Uh, Graham Ritchie, thank you for your uh, super chat. He says, the ref was crap. Worst all season. I have every faith in Eddie and we will learn from these disappointments and come back stronger. Uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to all. And to you, Graham, and your family. Um, look, the, the, I'm trying to think of things to talk about from the football side, but the really... I mean, the well, I've got an interesting one for you, but hang on. I'm just I'm just comparing the price of our bench to of the players that we brought on to the players that they brought on. I think they're about 170 million. They brought on about 170 millions worth of talent. Yeah. And two of who they brought on are actually youth academy. Um we brought on Dan Burn, Trippier, and Matt Ritchie. So what was Ritchie like eleven? Trippier was twelve to fifteen, Burn was like twelve. So yeah, thirty we, we brought on thirty between thirty and forty million. They brought on a hundred and seventy odd million. Uh, that's mental, that. Wacky Angler says, I was offended by Billy using the C word. Nobody should use the word Caicedo on any football forum. <laughs> uh, Ian says, uh, it's fatigue and injuries killing us simples. Uh, we are a force when we yeah, are fit. I saw somebody a minute ago, well, not a minute ago, it was earlier on in the show, saying we don't have enough creativity in midfield. Mm. We need some more players. Well, hang on a minute. We've got Willock, Anderson, uh, Tonali, who will, and Joe Linton all out. Like, that we the players exist they're just all injured yeah i mean uh, uh, i don't understand the comment personally but uh look i mean people are going to have uh, you know we're not going to sit here tonight and say that that we played well because we didn't we were we were awful let's be honest we, we we were awful um what we did do though and what i said last night is that we will never ever ever look at them players and say they don't try or they don't put the effort in for the club. We've seen in many, many past performances under many different managers how we fold. You know, we we folded many, many times when the pressure's been on. These lads do not fold. And every, you know, I've seen the the, the banners again saying we, we we don't want a team that wins. We don't want it. We just want a team that tries, kind of thing. Nobody can accuse the lads of not trying last night. They put everything into it that they had. But we just didn't have the energy to get up the pitch. You know, Chelsea knew we were going to be tired. Chelsea played a very, very strong pressing game. They, they were all over us. But the way we defended was, again, like absolute warriors, Billy, because Chelsea couldn't get shots in. And when they did, 
that were wide of the post, that they weren't they weren't as threatening as what the possession makes it out to be. No, they had a lot of a lot of the ball in their own half. I mean, we defended the final third of the pitch, and that was it. And you two banks of four, one in front, occasionally a bank of four and a bank of five, and they never looked like breaking through. And hmm. you know, I don't think we did. I don't think we did play awful. I think considering the, the state we're in physically and mentally. I think they performed at a reasonably good level defensively. They were outstanding. Okay, we didn't offer much in an attacking point of view, but that was the nature of the game, wasn't it? Chelsea won down, now push pushing. It's a cup yeah. side. They may as well have lost five nil as as, as, as one nil. So uh, well, I, I, kind yeah. of, I kind of disagree that we played awful. I don't think we did. I think we played okay. I think we played well. I think we defended fantastically. Um, I thought we were well organised. I thought we were structured mm. right. It's just that we couldn't counter because the people with pace had been cropped. Simple as that. Yeah, the organisation was there. Uh, you could see that, you know, that the, the, it was a 4-5-1 most of the second half and we stuck to it. Uh, Ab says Trips is a pro footballer and is a good penalty taker. Why the fuck would he not take one? Because of what happened literally five minutes before Abs. That's what we're saying. You know, he's made a mistake like that. His head's not in the right place. He hasn't been right for a few weeks. Now, whether that's, as I say, whatever's going on in his personal life, is that if that's the reason, then that's we're not privy to that. But he wasn't... In the right, you make a horrendous mistake like that when you're a minute away from winning the game, and then you're expected to step up and take a penalty. I just think it was too much, Alex, because you know what Kieran Tripp is like. He does take a lot on. He takes a hell of a lot on his shoulders, but sometimes it takes the manager just to say no. I mean, maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe Trippy has tried to. Yeah, maybe he's taken too much on. Maybe he's gone, right, sweep it under the rug. I'll take a penalty. Let's score the penalty. He, he is trying to be a leader and, and respect for that. Like, yeah. it, it doesn't work 100% of the time. Um, and, you know, we criticise. There are so many teams out there. You know, we criticise Manchester United and, you know, Spurs from last year and Chelsea. And there's a lot of teams that we've criticised for not having that. For, for just being individuals and for not for, for being riffraff and not having the mentality, not understanding the fans or the club or the culture. And I'm not going to criticise Trippier for, for taking the chance. Fine, if psychologically, if we're going to get super psychological with it, maybe it wasn't the best idea, but I'm, I'm not going to criticise him for trying to be a leader because it's be- it benefits us 99% of the time. I, I can't then throw my toys out of the pram when it doesn't work the 1% because of the 99% it does give us. Um, it's annoying, but but yeah, I, I, he was no, he wasn't in the right mind frame to take that penalty. It wasn't on target. It wasn't even close to being on target. No. It was nowhere near the goal. Um, and he his face says it all. We don't need to say it for him. His face. He, he's yeah. fully aware of what he's what he's just done. Um, and he'll want to. Hopefully, he'll be absolutely fine to bounce back. And continue being a leader and being an important player for us. I, I don't yeah. see why he wouldn't be. Um, it just it's just one of those. Um, we were talking about Lewis Hall earlier, and I've seen a couple of people say uh, or ask in the chat, "Why did we make the effort to get dispensation for Hall to play and not use him?" Formality. Yeah, we've done anyway. It's I mean, the change bizarre. the change of Richie for, instead of Hall was uh, to me was nonsensical because if mm. you were defending Lewis Hall potentially as a left wing back, left back, call it what you want, and attacking wise, he's quicker than Matt Richie to hit on the counter. So mm. you know, mm. both sides of the argument comes down to Lewis Hall's side. It just doesn't make any sense to me. 
I don't understand what's going on. I am I am really disappointed that Matt Ritchie missed that penalty as well. Not just for him as a player, because of everything he did for us previously. Um, you, you've got to you've got to probably consider now that that will be the last important action he does for us as a club. Um, I'm sure he'll come on and play five ten minutes as a sub, but mm. that's probably the last big important thing he's going to do for us. And he's yeah. missed a penalty. I, I feel sorry for him. But again. Uh, you know, I, I know we say about Trippier and, and, and he shouldn't have took one everything. Look, it takes balls to do that, to step up and take a penalty. It takes absolute monumental bollocks to do that under that kind of pressure. Um, you know, so on that side of it, you, you know, whether there were good penalties or not good penalties, it still takes a lot of balls to do that. Um, Kaiser, I've seen a couple of funny comments from you tonight uh, saying Eddie House took us as far as he can. And then this one saying, I've never seen an injury crisis like this at another European side. You have to question Eddie's training regiment. Well, Spurs have got nine or ten out. Manchester United have loads out injured. Um, Chelsea themselves have a lot of people injured. Uh, you look down the Premier League and you will see huge injury lists for everybody. Now, I've seen a, a, a good video from Mark Obridge on his That's Football channel a few weeks ago talking about this and talking about the amount of games that they're playing and is it too much? Um, I don't I don't subscribe to this training, that it's it's down to the training. I, 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 it's not. Can, know, can they, I just mention it for the people that didn't see me say it a few weeks ago? Yeah. Right, Nick Pope, not down to the training. He landed on it funny. Matt Target got injured in the first two minutes of a game. Fluke. Joe Willock, arguably the only thing that maybe is down to style, pulled his hamstring in the Brighton game last year and has not been absolutely perfect since. So, okay, Joe Willock, there's one, potentially yes. Elliot Anderson hurt his back in training, just hurt his back. You don't hurt your back through running normally. Like, it just happens. In um, Isak, it's a reoccurring injury that happened with Sweden. Harvey Barnes, freak foot fracture that just doesn't happen. He didn't, he just joined us. Um, Mankio, I mean, he doesn't play anyway. Tenali, suspended. Dan Byrne, who is back, landed funny. The, all right, Joe Willock, there's one. Na name me another one that's because of the way we train and we play. Like, Gordon went off because he got scraped on the back of his leg. Um, well, it wasn't just his Fabian leg, wasn't it? It was down the Achilles, and that's, yeah, I think, I that's what's done him. So so maybe, yeah, Fabian, I think Fabian Cher and Joe Linton are, are down to just playing too much. Is that the way we train? Or is that just because we're playing too much and they've got to play all the minutes? Like, so, okay. So Cher, Joe Linton and um, Joe Willock. That's three. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 I don't feel like that. I can't really criticise the training or the or the coaching staff or the physios. Like, it's just it's not. If you if you actually look at it properly, it's not it's not the training. Mm. Uh, Tom Ruddle says, "I'm sorry, it's a cop out saying the tired play well oh, at home." Shoulder. There you go. There's another one. Sorry. Yeah, that's not training either. That's not training. Yeah, play well at home. It's okay. Get dominated away from home. They are shattered. Well, I mean, look, we, we, we've had this conversation a few times about home and away. Uh, and, mm. You know, it is, it is a, you know, it's, it's a, it's a good point because uh, you know we have brought this up last week on the show. You know why we, you know why we seem to have that extra energy at home. I mean, yes, it's in James's Park, and you know the the, the fans are right behind us, and the adrenaline's a little bit more. Um, but you know. We're not sitting here saying we're not worried about the away form because it does need addressing. We aren't. We are. The away form is poor, and I think that does need to be worked out, Billy. We've got a very, very tough away game on Saturday. 
100% against a side that will work their nuts off to, to do what the other teams have done to us earlier in the season. Uh, and they've, they've caused problems for Arsenal, Manchester City and Liverpool mm. at Kenilworth Road. So, yeah, if we're not on our metal Saturday and potentially the way we're looking fitness-wise and injuries-wise, I think we're going to struggle Saturday. I really do. Even against the side of the quality of Luton. Because what they well, do is listen, work, they work hard. They work hard for each other. Yeah. They'll press, they'll nip, they'll, they'll kick. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll try and create chances if we, def- we can probably defend them, but yeah, might not be the greatest game in the world. Well, Luton have given some very good sides a, a good game at Kenilworth Road this season. You know, they've given Man City a game, Liverpool a game, Arsenal a game. They may not have come out with, with anything, but they have given them a good, good, solid game. And to be honest, the way we are at the minute, you know, it, it just... I, <laughs> You know, you just don't know what's going to happen. We don't know even know who's fit and who's not, and uh, and you know we'll find that out, of course, on on Friday's well, the, press. The point conference. of it is, though, that, I mean, over the past kind of five six weeks, he's had opportunities to p- play a couple of kids in, in in a game, give a couple of players a rest, you know, mm-hmm. do, and play another couple of kids. Just do it, just because you know the sacrifice that the players are making. It, it you know, it's it's not work for us, has it? Yeah, I mean, look, it, 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 cynical Jim saying, I can't believe the pundits on Sky thought the ref had a good game. It just says all you want about Sky. Look, they, they keep putting the same idiotic commentator on in Don Goodman, who is a mackham. He's a mackham. He, he, you know, he's got, he, he does not like Newcastle United. Uh, and yet they put him on every live game. Uh, it, you know, I, I'm lucky because I get to commentate on the game and I don't have to listen to these bozos half the time. So The, the commentary yesterday was really hard to take. Yeah. Um, because of, like in recent months, it's been a lot better, and I've been far more impressed because I, I listen to dual commentary, and they've been far more flattering to us. Ali McCoist has been great. A lot of the well, Premier Ali McCoist is been, a one-off, I think. Yeah, they've been very flattering to us, and they've been giving us the credit we we deserve and a bit more respect. However, last night it was you know considering we just beaten them four-one in the league, and we got to the final of this competition last year. All it was was Chelsea, 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 Chelsea. And we were leading the game for, for most of the game. All it was was talking about Chelsea. It was it was disgraceful, to be honest. It was shocking commentary. It was awful. Uh, Ab says, I broke his leg, but it's only minute two. What a prat. Uh, yeah. Well, it'd be interesting tonight if someone was to go through, say, I don't know, Cody Gakpo or Darwin Nunes in the second minute and yeah. injure him. Whether Jamie Redknapp would be so kind of, mm. you know, sing from the same hymn sheet. Well, we know the answer to that, Billy, don't we? So it, it's just, uh, there was just so many, so many things went against us last night. It, it really did. But uh, what are you to do? You know, uh, right. It's time for player ratings. So we'll, 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 we'll run through these um, as we can. Um, you know, so take part in this. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what, what not just we come up with, but what you guys think in the chat as well. Don't forget, there is a poll up tonight for Man of the Match. Uh, who do you think was Man of the Match? I've got uh, Lascelles, Miley, Bruno and Dubravka. So, uh, you know, go and vote uh, in the chat there that is still going and we'll re- announce that at the end of the player ratings. Uh, so take part with us. Uh, we'll start with Dubravka, Alex. Um. That's a tricky one because he did fine, in my opinion, for most of the game. He had lots, he had most covered the, the two most dangerous shots of the game prior to the goal. Um, with the free, not the free kick, Conor Gallagher's bent shot that hit the crossbar and Sterling's shot that just went narrowly wide. He had both covered anyway, which is which is great. Uh, distribution was, was okay. 
claiming was okay. Maybe in the last five minutes should have been, should have commanded his box a bit better in his area. Um, but he did have Tino and Trippier doing silly headers. Um, but I, I thought he was fairly solid. I don't think you're going to be able to stop that goal from Mudrick. It was just, no, he, was, he was good. I, he was a lot better, looked a lot more confident. Um, I feel like giving him an eight, you know. I feel like a seven's a little bit harsh because I felt like he was yeah, really, really good. There's a few actually coming in on the chat, um, to be fair. And I know he conceded, but I don't think anybody saves that. Like, because you're not expecting it. So, yeah, I'll, I'll be nice. I'll give him an eight. Well, I've got, I've gone with a seven, but for very much the same reasons you've been speaking about, Alex. Um, uh, David says, uh, interesting here. Uh Live at deadline day, Tom Brick. Tomorrow it will be decided that UEFA does not have a monopoly on organising football competitions by the European Court of Justice. Mm. Uh, So this means that after tomorrow, the Super League can be legally created. Wow. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, We'll see what develops with that as time goes by. Uh, Billy? Dubs. Yeah, I thought he looked much more confident last night. Um, I've got to be honest, I thought I wasn't worried about him conceding at all last night. Mm. Um, so I'll give him a, I'll give him an eight. Okay. Uh right, uh Kieran yeah, Kieran, no, Trippy didn't no. start at right back, he came on a sub. Um Craft Emil Craft Billy. Very solid, very, very solid. Um I was proud of the game by a horrific tackle. Um Emil Craft's very reliable at defensively and he gets forward as well. He sticks to the touch lines, he you know, he gets ahead of, of, of uh, Almiron. Been really impressed with him. I'm going to give him an eight as well. Great. Uh, Alex? Yeah, I think he deserves an eight. I think he was very unfortunate not to get an assist. Mm. He put a cross, a little cut back into a really dangerous area. Nobody was there for it, really. They were all in the wrong place. Um, three out of three ground duels was really, really solid. And he was hacked out of the game by just maliciousness. They were Literally. being very aggressive. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, really, really solid. Um I, it's a shame because I think he could have given us a little bit more. It's uh, I mentioned Livramento isn't as fatigued as everyone else because he's not had to go through all of these games. I think Kraft could be really useful for us if we can keep him fit because he's not goal of the stamina issues. Um, yeah. He might be able to give us a bit more. These are the kinds of players we need. And the fact that he looks competent, um, I hope he's fit enough to play again because it would be we need players like that. He was really good. I have a problem with the modern day shin pads and the size of them. I've got to say, <laughs> they're tiny, aren't they? They're well, literally, the, 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 there are. There's nothing there. Um, certainly not like they the used to be. Uh, used to be all the way down the shin, didn't they? But mental, it's it's crazy. Um, I'm going with an air for Kraft as well. Uh, I thought he was really good, and uh, again, hacked out of the game. Um, but that, I blame the referee for that. He had no control um, and and didn't didn't use any of his authority last night to, to help us in any shape or form. Um, and we lost him because of another uh, horrendous tackle. Um, but he, he did really well. Uh, Livramento, um, I think he did okay. Um, I don't think he was caught out many times. Uh, he, he had that dodgy header in the second half, but I think he had to do something with that because there was somebody behind him. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with a seven for, for Livramento. Alex? Yeah, I think seven's fair. I mean, he did, he did a lot of defensive work. Um I think Gordon struggling hurt us a little bit. He made a lot of really, really aggressive offensive runs and we just didn't get the ball to him in time, mm. uh, which is not not really his fault. Um, yeah, seven. I, I'm not going to give him an eight 
purely based on that funny header. I think he was close to an eight, but that, that again, that could have lost us the game itself as well. But okay. Yeah. Uh Ball, thank you for your super chat. He says VAR would have told the ref four red cards. Players diving and no yellow cards bar Sterling. No haul again now is just a joke. Great show, how are the lads? Uh Billy. I felt sorry for Liverman. So he, he wasn't given any support. Uh, Gordon wasn't able to because he was injured. And Matt Mitchell wasn't able to because he's too old and he's not fast and quick enough. So, yeah. you know, he was kind of running that left flank on his own, really. Um, yeah. And for all that, he did pretty well. So I'm going to give him a seven. Okay. Uh, Sven Botman, Alex. I mean, based on the first half, I mean, we looked obviously a lot better in the first half. We did. Three clearances, two block shots. Only eight out of 12 accurate passes, no accurate long balls. We, we could have done, I mean, he's, he's just coming back. We could have done a bit with a bit more in terms of possession because the ball just, we, we couldn't retain the ball. And he's one of the guys that ideally should help us with retaining possession. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I feel like sevens, maybe is seven too generous. Well, there's a lot of sevens in the chat. Some eights as well. I, f I feel like I feel like seven's too generous in my opinion. I'm going to give him a six, but it's not that he didn't do anything. It's not that he did things wrong. I just for, for who he is, I wanted him to try and help us retain the ball a bit more. Seventeen touches with eight accurate passes. You know, I want a bit more. The centre halves see the ball a little bit more. Um, so yeah, six. But I, I don't feel I don't feel like in a, in a bad way. Like it just wanted a bit more from him, maybe. Yeah, Billy. Oh, we'll give it a seven. I thought. Just see him on the pitch was good. Um, but I thought he organised things pretty well. Hmm. Um and he's calm and no one I don't think I can't remember no one going past him. So yeah, I'll give him a seven. Yeah, I've gone for a seven as well. I think he made a, a I think he looked um a couple of times in the box where I think there was one with Jackson, wasn't there, where he tried to fake uh, Botman out of it and he wasn't having it and uh, obviously deflected for a corner eventually when the shot did come in. Yeah, uh, I think, you know, it's it's good that he's got 45 minutes in the tank. Um, he looks he looks fit. He looks fine. He looks ready to go. Um, uh, and I think, you know, I know Eddie's took a lot of flack for different substitutions, but I think giving him the 45, it was always a plan to take him off at half time just to get some minutes in the tank. So... Uh, seven for me. Uh, Lascelles, Billy. Um, outstanding. The, the real captain's performance. Mm. Um, set pieces. Jamal got his head to most of, virtually all of them. Most of them. Superb. Nine out of ten. Okay. Uh, I've gone for an eight. Uh, but again, similar reasons to you, Billy. I thought he got his head on everything. Um, there was a couple of sloppy passes uh, when he was trying to play out. But look, Lascelles is a completely different player to what we've seen in the past. Alex. Uh, I'm going to give him an eight. Uh, I, I do think I do think that maybe the he deserves a little bit more for the defensive performance because it was yeah. immaculate. You know, the yeah. seven clearances is is outrageous and won everything in the air that he was asked to. But again, it's about ball retention. The centre halves generally see a lot of the ball from fourteen accurate passes. He was on the hot. He was on the pitch for the whole match. Oh, it's it's not. It's not enough. We we needed a bit more ball, and it's not it's not solely his fault. It's it's to do with the receiving midfielders, yep. people who are standing wide, making yourself available, winning that first duel as the pass comes in. Like it's not it's not solely down to the centre halves, but it starts with them and the goalkeeper most of the time. Yeah. Um, you know, fourteen accurate passes. You know, normally we'd have that in fifteen minutes, and he did that in ninety. Um, 
but yes, yeah, still an eight defensively was incredible. I love the fact that um, I think was it Palmer tried to nutmeg him. He just went nope, not happening. You're not you're not doing that to me. Not a chance. He he definitely showed his experience, um, which was lovely to see. Yeah, that's not a good start on Cole Palmer, the little scrot. His time will come. Um, uh, Usman, thank you for your super chat. He says, with everything going on with trips, I really want to see Tino get serious minutes as the starting right back. His link with Gordon is nice, but future is right back. Uh, I'm sure we'll see that in time, uh, to be honest. Um, right, who are we moving on to now? Uh, Miley. Uh, so Lewis Miley, I'm going to go with a six. Um, I thought he worked. He worked hard. He, you know, he didn't have a. He didn't play badly. He just, you know, he, he ran out of steam, and and that's understandable. He's been superb for us, Lewis Miley. Um, and but you know, I, I don't think giving him more than a six is justified. Um, but he again, the effort was there. Um, he had a. He's just going to be a superstar for us. But again, I just think he ran out, Billy. He definitely ran out of steam, but that's expected for a seventeen-year-old kid. Um, I thought we had a good game. I thought defensively he was outstanding. Some lovely little flicks also trying to get us out of out of defence. Um, I'll give him a seven. Okay, Alex. Yeah, one hundred percent deserves a seven. If you want the justification for why he deserves more than a six, Paul, five out of eleven ground jewels, two out of three aerial jewels for a seventeen-year-old to be to be making four tackles and winning all of those jewels against a Chelsea team that includes Disassi, Silva, Badiashile, Colwell, Caicedo, Gallagher. Most of those are enormous physical specimens. So for a 17-year-old to be winning that much physically, really, really, really impressive. Um, you know, uh, fair enough, maybe I'm marking him based on context of his age, which is maybe that's inappropriate. But I, I don't know. I just I want to. I feel like for who he was up against, you know, he was up against like six foot two, six foot three yeah. guys who were 30, 40 kilos heavier than him that mm. are absolute monsters. And he was he was holding his own really well. Passing was 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 okay ish. Um, I'm going to give him a seven based on physically he held his own, which for a 17 year old against those guys was really impressive. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so we'll move on to Longstaff, Billy. Mm, yeah, um, basically spent. Um, don't recall him doing much at all. Really, he must have done some good defensive work, but I can't recall it as such. So I'm going to give him a six. Okay, Alex. Um, I was tempted to give him a six, but but looking at it, I'm going to give him a seven. Five out of seven ground jewels. He made three tackles, four interceptions. Um, some one of the best passing accuracy on the field. Twenty six out of thirty accurate passes, which is what we needed. We did need yeah. to try and retain the ball, um, but then. That was that's as far as it goes. He was he was more careful with the ball than others, and was physically good. And I can't really give him any more than that. So I'll give him a seven. I'll be generous, but there's, there's not really much else in there. Um, I'm going with a six. Um, I, 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 look, he didn't have a bad game again. He just found it difficult. Um, he did he did again the long staff things very well. Um, I just uh, again. You know, we have to put it down to just, and you know, I don't want to keep saying "ran out of steam, ran out of steam," but it's a fact. I can't not say it when it's a fact. Um, I don't think Sean did anything wrong either. I thought he was just he became a passenger in the second half a little bit, um, but it can't be helped. Um, 
Right, uh, Bruno, Alex. I'm going to give him a nine. I thought he was just ridiculously good. Um, yeah. Single-handedly trying to drag us through the game. Um, he, he started doing, there's so much more he's added to his game in the last like month. Some of the recovery runs, if we lose the ball, he's the guy who runs 60 yards, which he didn't used to do. It's, it's something he's doing more of. He looks fitter. He is lasting games. Um, he, he was well and truly holding his own against some of their very expensive talent, little flicks and tricks, trying to make things happen. Um, and I, I love that he scored his penalty. I hate his run up. I love watching South American football. Hate it when they do that. Absolutely hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. I, I can't, I can't begin to tell you how much I hate it when they do that run up. Because I, I takes, wouldn't have noticed, Alex. To be it honest, it takes twenty five seconds for them to finally reach the ball. Yeah. However, it's worse I love than FIFA, it. Alex. It's worse than FIFA. Oh, maybe. it's terrible <laughs> because obviously Bruno missed yeah. his last penalty the last time we were in a penalty shootout. Uh, I don't know if people remember that. So it's really important that he's, he scored that one. It will, it will do him the world of good, and it will do us the world of good the next time we have a shootout. Um, and I just love that he was he was trying to bring he was trying to drag us by the scruff of our neck into the next round. He tried his hardest, and I thought he was really good. Uh, indeed, um, guys, I have just seen something absolutely horrifically disgusting. Right, which I'm I'm, I'm going to upload onto here for people to see. Um, again, this is um, absolute. Well, from an Arsenal fan, uh, so you can expect what. But um, Newcastle United have been visiting. Uh, the kids in hospital today, um, and uh, there's a lovely, lovely picture of uh, a little uh, with a beaming smile on his face, uh, with uh, Eddie Howe and Jason Tyndall. Um, and I'm not going to read out what's under it, but you can read it for yourself. Jesus Christ, I mean, do they not have lives? I mean, cool. you know. <laughs> Look how happy that little lad is. And, uh, you know, it, it just, it's a beautiful picture that, and, you know, the family will treasure that for whatever, you know, hopefully the, the, the lad in the picture, you know, is, is, is just in there for an operation and he's not seriously ill, but what a thing to say. I mean, the, the, these people just. I mean, just report him uh, and move on, I guess. There's loads. Wow. Of I won't All speak right. because of the swearing bun. Yeah. Thanks Billy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, so, uh, Bruno for me gets a nine as well. I, I thought he was just, just, just immense. I mean, look, it, whatever you say about Bruno, I think you know we were right with our comments earlier on Bruno that he he has got to cut this temper out because you know, I mean, Alex, you were saying the other week that he's starting to look like a future captain. He's starting to you know look like that guy. Uh, but then but he's, he's dragging us through games. Yeah. But- yeah, it's it's a difficult one. I think it, it is tough because he, he does drag us through games. He, he He's the one who motivates the crowd. He motivates people around him. He raises their levels. He is he's inspiring. I think it's, he's inspiring, which is, which is a leadership quality. He has traits of leadership, but I yeah. don't think that's I don't think it's enough to be, for him to be a captain because he's also got things that are this again, it's it's questionable because Roy Keane was the same, right? He was a great captain, but then he wasn't a very good captain for the the massive amount of time he got red carded and wasn't helping his team. Yeah. Um, like it's it's one of those. Like, yeah, it's a difficult yeah. one. Um, uh, Usman, thank you for your super chat. He says back again. My first live in a while, so I'm highly engaged. Uh, really interested to hear who you guys would start in the ideal midfield three if all are fit. 
Um, well, that will be for another show, my friend. Uh, but Bruno uh, Linton Tonali. Yeah. Tonali. He's getting away with a little bit of shit here because of what's going on. <laughs> but uh, again, the swearing ban. Uh, so I, I will keep stum on that one as well. Uh, right, front three now. Anthony Gordon, Billy Bob. I'm the Bruno, yeah. All right, go on then. Well, I echo everything you've, you've both said. But for that block, that last gas block, I'm going to give him an extra point and give him 10. Okay. I don't, I don't yeah, care about I, the tackle. I, I don't yeah. believe that that tackle happens if the referee referees the game properly. Of course, That's well, he, he would have missed the first leg of the semi-final as well through suspension, by the way. So, um, but, but if that if that doesn't if that doesn't kind of show you that he's grabbing the game by the scruff of the neck, he was trying to goalkeep without his hands. He was like, no, 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 don't. I'll, I'll do. This oh, hey, you. don't worry. He about took it. one. He, let's be honest. He took one in the plums for the team. It's mental, um, I, just, but... I had to laugh at it though. It was hilarious because he then turned around to G the Newcastle fans up, and Dubravka was like, "The ball's still in play," and pushed him away. Yeah, um, he's like, you've got to keep going. Yeah, but just, it's just, ridiculous. Just... The reading of the game. And then the audacity to just go and stand in front of the goalkeeper and just do yeah. his job for him. Yeah, it was it's ridiculous. Yeah. In a good uh, way. Right. Um, Anthony Gordon, Billy. Yeah, hard to mark because he's basically crippled out the game. Um, I'll give him a five. No, I'll give him a six. Five starts. Wasn't his fault. Okay, I, I'm going with a six as well. Uh, I, I, he, he, listen, he was obviously hurting in that first half from the injury, but he he, he didn't have to keep going, uh, coming back and helping out. But you could tell there was something up. He wasn't he wasn't fully at it, and I think um, that one in the towards the I think it was towards half time uh, when he was sprinting with um, who was it? Uh, Jackson, yeah. yeah Tim. Uh, now Jackson is quick, but so is Anthony Gordon. But Jackson literally left him for dead, and he he couldn't run. Um, so yeah, uh, actually, I think it was second half just before he came off, didn't he? Because I was screaming, mm. saying, "Take him off, take him off." Uh, Alex, I kind of don't want to rate him. I don't think it's fair to rate him. I think he basically was broken from early doors and then just played through an injury. Mm. Oh, we're not really rating him. We're rating a broken him. Mm. But I'll, if we're going to rate his performance, I'll give him a four. But I don't think it's his fault because he was playing fully injured. Like he couldn't match anybody for pace. So he 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 wasn't beating Silver or Disassi for pace because he's broken. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm going to go with a four, but it's not his fault. So okay, four. Jeez. Uh, right. Other side, Miggy Almiron. Um, oh dear. Listen, I thought Miggy was terrible last night. I, 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 you know, I was hoping that you know after his goal the other day, I hope he was he was really really up for it. Um, but some of his passing, his control as well, like little short five yard passes, he was missing them. And then, you know, it, I mean, Susan Fagan's given him a six, and she loves him. Um, but I thought he was, I mean, he was. Look again. 10 for effort for everybody, by the way. But, you know, we're, we're judging on performance here. Um, I'm going with a two. I thought he was rotten. Uh, Alex? I think two's a bit harsh. Well, um, it might be, but, you know, uh, uh, yeah. I'm going to go with a five. I think okay. there was there was a lot of positives from him in terms of six tackles. His ground rules were absurd. A couple of key passes he registered as well. His defensive output was was just mental. He, he worked his absolute socks off. But then again, he 
it didn't look after possession well enough. We needed we needed some respite. Gordon was struggling. We needed Miggy to. Well, step what I was disappointed with him, Alex, was the incident um, in the last few minutes where he took the shot well, instead I was, of one. I was the just gonna, I was just going to say that again about game management. I yeah. think this is something that Miggy's not got. Miggy will work hard and work hard and work hard, yeah. but he hasn't. Yeah. Whatever, whatever is in Bruno's head, Miggy doesn't have that. We needed Miggy to identify right. This is the situation that we're in right now. I need to drag this up. I need to retain the ball. I need to do this. He hasn't got game management in his head, or yeah. I'm sure he have. Every footballer has has game management, but he he didn't have it to the level required for that game. I think there was a lot of decision making that he should have done differently in the game for retaining the ball, making a different decision, like you said, taking it to the corner flag instead of having a pot shot. Um, there was a lot of things he he shouldn't have done. And, you know, he's just off the back of scoring as well, yeah. so he should be a little bit more confident. Um, and it, it was just decision making, I feel like. But so yeah, I feel like he, there's a lot of he did well, a lot yeah. he did wrong. I'll give him a five. I'll go right. Well, in the my middle. point is on Miggy guys is 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 that I think he's a better player when he doesn't have to think. You know when he when, when he has to be instinctive. Yeah, instinctive that's when Miggy's at his best. Yeah, but when he if he has to do things on instinct. He's pretty awesome to pull the trigger. It goes in the net. Exactly. But yeah. when he's got loads of time to think about it, he, he he just turns into a chicken head and just loses the plot. But when he when he's he has to do things instinctively, and when it comes to shooting instinctively and things like that, he's so much better than when he does uh, that. He has to think about it. So um, it's it's crazy for me, uh, Billy. I find it hard to mark him because well, you're going to have to. I think he was great. <laughs> I don't think he was great, but I don't think he was. Awful. Given for a five. Well, you know? I, I thought he was, but you know. Um, but I think he looks better with craft behind him. Strangely enough, I think mm. he looks a better player. I don't know why. I don't know why that is. I mean, obviously, Kieran Tripp is a better player than than Emil Kraft is, but some. But Emil Kraft's reason, got this thing, Billy, where he goes to the byline, doesn't he? I think that he helps does. Miggy more. It does. It does. It gives Miggy more space, of course. So yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's something to do with it. So I'm, uh, I think five's fair. Okay. Um, uh, I'll up mine to a four. Uh, right. Oh, this is going to be horrible. Callum Wilson. This is going to be horrible. I've just looked at the stats. You're going to hate this so much. Uh, I know, I know. But listen, Callum, Callum led, for me, he led the line really, really well last night, as best as he possibly could. I think he, he, he look, he's trying to win headers and bring the ball down and play people in. Or, or, or sort of start the attack and hold the ball up and then lay it off. But there was nobody there. And and half the time, he's, he's you know, the defenders are pumping it forward, just clearing it anywhere on the pitch. And, and Callum was just frozen. Um, he took his goal brilliantly. You know, yes, um, Mr. Rick O'Shea, you know, did play for us for a brief number of minutes last night. And uh, I don't know what Silver and uh, Badashile were doing, but I don't care. Uh, when he came to it, in front of goal, the man is just a, a confident machine and just took that away on the outside of his boot, I thought was sensational. Um, I'm going to give him a seven because I think he was stranded half the match. But, uh, you know, I, I mean, people may disagree with this. I'm seeing seven eights coming in. So I, I don't know. It's it's so difficult to mark Callum when he's he's just got nothing there. Alex? I'll give him a seven because he got the goal and he did work hard. Um, I think... I'm about to tell you some data that's going to shock you. And I think a lot of it is, some of it's unfair because of the referee, the way he got refereed, which was a shame. Um, so 12 duels total in that match. Take a guess at how many he won. Two. Billy? One. 
Zero. Oh. He's well, he wouldn't credited. Even, he must have won a duel with going for that goal, surely. He's well. It doesn't well, count. Wasn't really a duel, was it, Billy? I think mean, he just. So it was 10, well, 10 yeah. ground jewels, two aerials, and he's been credited credited with with zero. There you go. Foxes just said it. It was and I, I I visually it was pretty poor. I think I think he should have been credited with a few more because I think mm. the referee blew the whistle two or three times when he absolutely shouldn't have done. That was absolute nonsense. Um, but that still wouldn't have improved the rating much in terms of Wilson's hold up. Um he didn't really have much in the way of support, but in terms of hold up, he was useless in my opinion um but again silver bad yashile de sassi and colwell they've got four center halves playing as their back four you know colwell as a center half de, de sassi we've, we've reviewed him in transfer shows in fact we've reviewed most of those in transfer shows that is a back four of center halves that are all absolute physical monsters um and callum got bullied bullied like a schoolboy yesterday um it is what it is he still scored a goal though because he's a very clever player I'll give him a seven because he got a goal, but he, he he didn't do anything else. I know that's really harsh, and he possibly could have done more if maybe if Gordon had some legs. So, and again, this is what I used to say about Maxi. It's about other players as well. If Gordon was a, if Gordon was fitter, then that automatically will play Wilson into a bit more of a rating because he's going to have a bit more to play with. Mm. So that's not Wilson's fault that Gordon was injured, um, but I still can't. You know, zero out of twelve jewels is is at this level is it's not really helping. You know, we criticise Isak like God. We've we've got to be consistent and criticise Callum as well, really, haven't we? Very true, Billy. Well, we know three games in a week doesn't suit Callum Wilson's fitness schedule or, re or resume or whatever you want to call it. Um, I wasn't expecting him to play yesterday, but he did, and he scored. Um, I think he offers more than Isak, if I'm perfectly honest. Mm -hmm. Even when he's not kind of being credited with Jules one, so mm. I'll give him a seven as well because he was he was a good finish after all. Okay, uh, right. Let's look at the substitutes then. Um, we'll start with Kieran Trippier. Oh, mm. Billy, I don't want to mark him. Well, you're gonna have to. Well, it's cost, <laughs> it single handedly costs the game. Simple as that. Come on. I'll give him a one for getting his boots on the right feet. Alex? I mean, I, I, I don't know how I can give him any higher than a one. Mm. Like, it's he, he, er, error leading to goal, big negative. Penalty miss, big ne negative. Um, and then wasn't on the pitch long enough to have done anything else. It hurts because he's a great player, but. For for that, it's I can't give him any higher than one. I just I just can't. Like he he made six accurate passes. I, am yeah. I going to give him more points because he made six passes? I well, no, I mean you, you, you can't. I one. understand that. Uh, look, it, it's 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 common sense. You know, if he didn't make that mistake, we're now celebrating tonight being in the semi final of the Carabao Cup again. There's not there's nothing. It is fact. You can't say anything about it. Uh, critic box saying he should retire. I think that's a lot of that's a you should disgusting leave, thing mate. to that's say. That's a rotten thing to say. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, um, I'm going to go with a one as well. Um, uh, but my God, I, I feel for the bloke this morning. I, I did. I, I I just 
felt for him and and seeing so much crap online about it you know just and, and again people like that saying he should retire what a load of absolute he's a, he's a shell of the player he, he generally is for us yeah he is and you can tell in his face he is there's something not right with kieran and that's what i said at the start of the show he needs all our support now for whatever's going on we don't want to know what's going on but whatever is he gets our support simple as that um so yeah i, I um, it, it's just such a shame. Uh, right, Dan Byrne, Billy. Yeah, very solid. Very mm. solid again. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good job he's come back as quick as he has because he's been beneficial in both the games he's played. So, mm-hmm. three of them, really. So, yeah. Yeah, I'll give him a seven. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, there's a comment just came in there that I saw saying, um, from Jamstash is saying, didn't trip you have these kind of mistakes with Tottenham? Yes, he did. He scored. He scored an own goal at Stamford Bridge, actually for Spurs, uh, which, uh, which was <laughs> just completely out of character as well. So uh, he's had eighteen uh, months of no mistakes for us. Well, he's, look, so. he's been yeah, exactly. He's been sensational. You know, we, we we shouldn't. You know, we shouldn't look away from that. He's just this guy is is. No, he's, we, we he's can't... bought into Newcastle, hasn't he? He's bought into it. He's he's there. All the new signings, he's there to welcome them. He's just such a, a, a down to earth guy, and you know, he's going through a tough time at the minute, and that's why we have to support. Yes, we, we can be annoyed, yeah, we can be annoyed and upset that the mistake happened, but we also have to get behind him. Um, so can, yeah, can I just mention in terms of mistakes, yeah, um. King Hoddle, that's nonsense, mate. Trippier was elite against Real Madrid in the Champions League group stages. You've had a mare there. Um, anyway, yeah, in terms of mistakes... No, he's just saying for Tottenham, Alex. I don't no, he was. No, he was, because they got through to the Champions League and Kieran Trippier was pivotal in the group stages. They beat Real Madrid. They were absolutely incredible. I, I disagree. Was, was Trippier I think there was... when they got to the final? Yeah, well, he was. He was, yeah. The, the, just because, just because Walker... Believe. Simple as that. Yeah, but just yeah. because Carl Walker's there doesn't mean that Trippier is not an important player for them and a top defender. He is a top defender and that's, mm. that's your opinion. And I disagree with it. So, but anyway, in terms of mistakes, Nick Pope has made three or four howlers for us this season, a few last season, you know, with the funny kicking out uh, and, and counterattacks. So Nick Pope's made mistakes. Lascelles has had a number of mistakes for us when Eddie Howe came in. Um, you've had Kraft used to be very error prone. Fabian Cher used to be very error prone. Um, Dan Burns made a couple of mistakes Everybody in that back line has had moments in their career with us specifically. Mm. So Trippier's allowed his. Botman's done it. But do you not remember last season when Botman just steam trained and just ran into someone? Penalty. Like everybody's done it for us. Everybody's allowed one. Well, or or three. Um, but obviously it does need to stop. But, you know, everybody's allowed some of it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give Dan Burner seven as well. Um, Alex? I'm gonna give him a six. I, I think I think seven's generous. Okay. He came on at half time. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many passes he made? I've no idea, but he was defending most of the time. <laughs> Three. Well, yeah. Three. Look, we were under the caution most of the time, Alex. I'm, I'm not yeah, really. Mate, he played. He played 45 minutes of football. He made three passes. Yeah, well, we didn't have the ball a lot, did we? Well, we all collectively should have done more to have the ball, retain the ball, pass better. I feel like yeah. they all need to take responsibility for that. I don't think Eddie Howe is going to be super happy with it. I, no. I, I'm, I'm all for be rigid, be structured, but he would have expected more ball retention than we actually had. Like the possession statistics were dire. Oh, mm. I'm going to give him a six. Two out of four aerial duels as well. I'm sorry, Dan. 
you can't lose in the air, mate. You're six foot seven. Mm. Uh, right. I'm trying to think who else came on. Um, Richie. Rich, Richie came on. Um, <laughs> did he? Did Richie do anything? Uh, four he put, passes. He put his boots on my feet. <laughs> he, he tried one long ball. He missed it. He tried a dribble. He failed it. He tried a ground duel. He lost it. Uh, right. So what we're going to do now for Matt Richie is I'm going to count to three, and on three we're going to no, I'm going to count down from three, and then when we get to uh, to one, we're all going to say at the same time our marking for Richie and see if there's a difference. Okay. So ready? Three, two, one, two, two. Look at that. <laughs> there you go. Well, it's not Did as it... bad as Trippier because Trippier obviously made an error. Yeah. But Richie missed a penalty and did nothing else. However, I'm not sure Richie did get his boots in the right feet the way he played, to be fair. <laughs> um, Two right-footed boots. That was it, wasn't it? Did we have anyone else come on? I don't think well, we did. And, and, Unfortunately no. not. No, Hall didn't come on was, and the rest of the goalkeepers. It was Gillespie, Carriers, Hall, Alex Murphy, Paul Dummett. So there was no, 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 we could have brought on apart from Lewis yeah. Hall, really. Yeah. Um, right. Manager, Eddie Howe. Who am I going to give this to first? <laughs> uh, Alex? Um, <clears throat> oh, God, I mean, you picked me first, and I, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go with a... Susan, I hope you're joking there, Susan Fagan, with that 10. Um, that That is outrageous. Yeah, one in Liverpool, Shabazz Oh, great. Oh, I am going to go. Oh, I want with... Liverpool to play Chelsea in the final and beat them. Interesting. I'd rather Fulham or, or Blimmin Middlesbrough. I'd rather Fulham win it. Um, I'm going to go with, I'm gonna go with the six. Um, but I feel like there's a lot that's difficult. Like, again, Anthony Gordon getting injured is not his fault. Um, there's a lot in that game that he's not really got much control over. Uh, again, the Lewis Hall stuff is controversial because we don't know. That was a great goal. And cool. I think based on the stamina we had, it it, it definitely nearly worked. We we were a Kieran Trippier error away from getting to the semi-final. And, and Eddie Howe doesn't make Trippier do that. Um, I still think bringing Trippier on was the right move. Bringing on somebody who is, you know, your, your vice captain in the squad is really important. And, mm. you know, it's the right decision really, isn't it? So, I mean, Kraft, Kraft needed to come off. So, I don't know what he does any differently. It's what we've already talked about tonight. And I'm sure Eddie Howe probably agrees. He wanted more ball retention. He wanted cleaner passing. He wanted us to be a little bit more physical, give a bit more in the first half. I'm sure he probably tried to relay these messages on the pitch at the time. But yeah. And what else could he have done, really? I'm going to give him a six, but I think he was fairly hamstrung. Like, Yeah, I'm going with a six as well, but I'm giving him a six mainly because of, of that substitution. I think he should have brought Lewis Hall on instead of Matt Ritchie, but we don't know what's going on. So it's it's... Weird, Billy. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think Lewis Hall should definitely come on, irrespective of what kind of the stipulations are in his contract or yep. if it's on or not. And that game alone needed Lewis Hall more than Matt Ritchie. I'm going to give him a five. Okay. Um, right. Let's see who uh, our viewers have voted man of the match. Uh, the poll has finished. Who was your man of the match? Uh, Bruno has won it with 40% of the votes, nearly 600 votes. So, Bruno, 40%. Oh, 60% if you were wrong. How have you managed that? What do you mean? 40%. Jamal Lascelles on 38%. Ooh, Lewis Miley oh. on 14%. And Dubravka at 9 So, 
Bruno is once again the viewers' man of the match. Uh, so there you go, guys. That is the review. You've had an hour and a half of us tonight. So um, thank you very much for those of you that have stuck around for the full uh, the full show. Uh, really do appreciate that. Uh, thank you very much for all your super chats, etc. Uh, thank you to the mods. Thank you to Billy and Alex. As usual, thank you to you guys. I will be back at 11 o'clock in the morning for the new show. Uh, and we'll all be back at 7 o'clock tomorrow night for the preview. Uh, yes, another preview for another game of football uh, as we go to Kenilworth Road on Saturday. Uh, but thank you so much for watching, guys. Uh, enjoy the rest of your Wednesday evening. And we will see you again tomorrow. Good night. How are the lads and losses? Come back and check on some breeze.